1: You can interact with us via social media on our Facebook page at I Love Old time Radio or on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. You can send feedback via our contact form on our website at com, or you can leave a voice message using the anchor.fm app. If you enjoyed this program, please take the time to rate and review us at com. This episode is brought to you in part by the I Love Old Time Radio Patreon page. I love old time radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday, each day with a different theme. Fridays, we hope to say the secret word on You Bet Your Life. This episode was originally aired on February 6, 1952. And, George, what is that secret word? Ladies and gentlemen,
0: the secret word tonight is LAMP. L A M P. Really? You Bet Your Life. <laughs> 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America present Groucho Marx in you Bet Your Life, the comedy quiz series produced and transcribed from Hollywood. And here he is, the one, the only...
2: Groucho! Say, that's me, Groucho Marx. Well, here I am again with $1,000 for one of our couples.
0: Well, Groucho, we invited some dental assistants to the program tonight... And just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected Miss Judy Garvin. Her partner is an industrial designer from the audience, Mr. Hunt Lewis. Folks, come in here and meet Groucho Marx.
2: Well, welcome for the DeSoto Plymouth dealer. Say the secret word and divide $100. It's a common word, something you'll find around the house. I'd like to find you around the house. <laughs> <laughs> Miss uh, Miss Judy Garvin, weren't you at the Palace in New York I No,
3: that's huh? a different Garvin.
2: Oh, Garvin. Oh, I yeah. see. I don't hear very well. Uh, how... How old are you, uh, uh, Judy?
3: I'm 18. Where,
2: where are you from, Judy?
3: I was born in El Centro, California.
2: Oh. Mr. Lewis Hunt, where are you from, Mr. Hunt?
4: My name is Hunt Lewis. Oh.
2: I've never hunted Lewis, I've hunted... <laughs> I've hunted bear, but that... That was in the summer and it was okay.
5: <laughs> you mean
2: Hunt is your, is your first name? What
4: I usually use for a first name, actually, it's my middle name.
2: What, what's your first name? El Centro? <laughs> Cicero. Oh, Cicero. <laughs> Isn't that a town in Illinois? <laughs> yes. Well, it is. But
4: it's uh, the name of a Roman senator, too.
2: That's the trouble, those senators. They should stop Rome and spend more time in Washington. <laughs> where, where are you from, Mr. Lewis? I was born in Portland. Which Portland? Is that Portland Hopper or Portland Cement?
4: <laughs> Portland, Oregon.
2: Uh, are you married, Mr. Lewis? Yes, I am. Uh-huh. Well, where'd you meet your wife? Did Portland introduce you to her?
4: No. I met her when, when I was in
2: college in Princeton. Oh, you're a Princeton man,
4: huh? What was she studying?
5: course, <laughs> no,
4: she wasn't studying. It's a boys' college. Didn't you know that? <laughs> Is that so?
5: <laughs>
2: well, Einstein is in Princeton, and he's 72 years old.
5: <laughs>
2: you better explain what she was doing there, and you better explain pretty fast. Well, uh, guess Mrs. Einstein might hear of this.
4: <laughs> well, she was living in Princeton in those days with her father. Was it a case of love at first sight? Uh? Well, not exactly that. Uh, matter of fact, she was she was 12 or 13 years old when I first met her. Mm-hmm. Wasn't until about ten years afterwards that we got began to get romantically inclined. I suppose in those ten years I probably grew up,
2: either that or she grew up. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, you say you're a dental assistant?
3: Yes, a student dental assistant. Oh, you're a
2: student. Yeah. Yes. Where Where is this?
3: Lawton School for Medical and Dental Assistants. Where is that? That's on uh, Beverly and La Sienica here in Los Angeles.
2: Oh. Well, what is a dental assistant, specifically?
3: Well, most people think she's, um, they confuse it with a dental technician, but they she do, isn't. Huh? Yes. She is
2: <laughs> You wouldn't think so offhand.
3: <laughs> Are there any boy
2: students at your school? No. Why not?
3: Well, dentists usually prefer girls. <laughs>
2: Really? In a recent nationwide survey, more dentists prefer girls than any other
5: cigarette. Well,
2: Judy, you can't trust those dentists. You never know what they're gonna, when they're going to pull something, can you? Now, uh, Mr. Lewis, what does an industrial designer do? Well, he,
4: he designs practically anything that's manufactured. A, like what? From a, anything from a safety pin to a locomotive, I always say.
2: That can get pretty dreary. can't it? <laughs> Now wait a minute. Why would a locomotive need safety pins? <laughs> I guess when they change engines, they wouldn't need safety pins. <laughs> Is there much demand for your type
4: of work? Yes, there's there, there's a lot. Uh, I, I can't think of anything around us here that really couldn't take. Some better design In fact, I think it's uh... Judy, that's a direct slap at you
2: <laughs> Well,
4: uh, of course Do You think, I think everything was...
2: can be improved, is that it?
4: Well, I'm thinking of something I think Raymond Lowy said uh, Which was that uh, basically in design Perhaps the only two things that he couldn't improve Were uh, an egg
2: and a woman <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> Well,
2: Hunt, you can play around with an egg But touch one hair of that woman And you die like a dog <laughs> March on, he said Well, it's been interesting talking to you two, and the first thing in the morning, I'm going to get a new hairdo. (laughs) Now, in just one minute, you're going to play a bet your life for a chance at the $1,000 question. But right now, here's something of interest to everybody.
0: Feature after feature makes the new 1952 DeSoto a really great value. Take, for example, DeSoto's waterproof ignition. Maybe you've heard about the rigid water tests given the electrical system of the new DeSoto. In one, a 1952 DeSoto is driven through a pool of deep water. In another test, a heavy stream of water from a fire hose is trained directly on the engine, full force. Yet the engine starts up immediately and keeps right on running without missing a single beat. These tests demonstrate clearly how the exciting new 1952 DeSoto with waterproof ignition operates smoothly in spite of rain or snow or splashing or heavy condensation waterproof ignition. Just one of the countless exciting features that make the new, the 1952 DeSoto, your very best car value. See it. Ride in it. Drive the great new 1952 DeSoto, the car that's designed for you and your budget, too. Now at your DeSoto Plymouth dealers. And remember, all dealers who sell DeSoto also sell Plymouth. The low-priced car, most
2: like high-priced cars. All right, now, let's see how you work together as a team. Uh, George? Uh, you bet as much of your $20 as you want on each of four questions. Says every week. Earns
0: the most money, gets a chance at the $1,000 DeSoto Plymouth question later in the show.
2: Hey, here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. You selected songs of the 40s as your category. Here's your first question. How much will you bet? 17 how much? Seventeen. I Seventeen. You got to talk real loud because this uh, show goes all over California.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: all right, this tune was one of the big novelty hits of the forties. Give me the title of it. Harry? Oh.
5: Crystal
2: okay. packing Mama. Pistol Packin' Mama. <laughs>
0: You're off to a good start. You have $37.
2: Remember, you're going for $1,000 tonight. How much of the 37 will you risk? 35 35 What's the name of this song? Okay, Jerry. All right, kids, what is it?
3: We haven't decided. I don't know. Well, take a right stab right. at it. Is there something
2: yes, about... Well, it's the, it's the Breeze and I. They now have $2, Groucho. $2. <laughs> no. Well, here's your third question. How much of the $2 will you bet? Bet $1. Bet $1. Okay. All right. Play, Jerry. $3. Now you've climbed oh, oh. up to three dollars, and it's your last chance to beat the other couples. How much of the three are you going to bet? We bet oh, the go. whole thing. The whole thing. Okay. Let's What's the name off. of this song? The Great Big Wonderful World. The uh, Great Big Wonderful World is right. We wind up with six dollars, Dr. Well, you. we don't leave anybody. Nobody leaves here with six dollars. Nobody leaves here with less than twenty-five dollars. So I'm going to give you one question for nineteen dollars. Think hard now, and, and please, no help from the audience. You ready? Yes. Yeah. All right, what color is a red herring?
5: <laughs>
2: red. Red is right, <laughs> Thanks, and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers. Now, before we go any further, there's something I want to mention. If some of you rascals out there are curious to see your old quiz master in a sailor suit, then see a girl in every port, the picture I made recently with Marie Wilson and William Bendix.
0: Uh, we invited some uh, carpet dealers to the program tonight, Groucho. And our studio audience selected uh, Mr. Jack danelian just before we went on the air. And his partner is a grandmother, Mrs. Margaret Laird. And here they come. Folks, come on in here and meet
2: Groucho Marx. Well, welcome to Your Bet Your Life. Say the secret word and uh, divide a hundred dollars. It's a common word, something you'll find around the house. Mrs. Margaret Laird and Mr. Jack danelian Mrs. Laird, uh, can I call you Margaret? Yes. Can you talk? Yes. To me? All right. <laughs> All right, I'll call you Maggie, and you can call me no. Jake, huh? <laughs> no. No? No Maggie? No Maggie. I'll, I'll call you uh, Maggie. I'll call you Margaret, huh? How's that? That's right. All right.
6: How old are you,
2: uh, Margaret? I'm 84. Eight? 84. Yes.
5: Yes.
2: Yes. Yes. I thought you were about 39.
5: I and, thought and I was 16. That actually looks <laughs> younger
2: than Benny. Huh? <laughs> uh,
5: Mr. Danelian,
2: I'll, I'll just, what do I call you, mom Call me Jack. Call you Jack, yes? Eh? that's right. Where were you born, Jack? I have born Eintop, Turkey. You were born in a turkey?
5: <laughs> <laughs> of so, yes.
2: Who do you work for, Mr. Danelian? Well, uh, my brother and myself, uh, we own the Zant Carpet Company. You, ha- you ever heard of it? Zant? Where did you get Zant? Did you get him from Charlie? You know, Charlie Zant? Uh... <laughs> no groaning, please. This is all free, you know.
5: <laughs>
2: we, we bought good old name Zant in the auction for $850. You bought your name in an auction? Mm-hmm, we did. Well, for only $8, you can have the fine old name of Groucho Marx, would you? <laughs> Did you really plunk down eight hundred and fifty dollars just for a name? Mm -hmm. Not exactly. We didn't have the money at the time. (laughs) Well, that's a good way to go in business. What happened after you acquired the name? Well, after we acquired the name, brother and I, we worked many hours, and then we leased the building for twenty thousand dollars to enlarge and expand our business. And we did. You spent twenty thousand dollars to enlarge the. uh, No, we didn't spend it. We leased the place to expand. So where'd you get the twenty thousand dollars from if you didn't have eight hundred and fifty for the name? We didn't have that either, brothers. <laughs> have you ever thought of running for Congress? <laughs> <laughs> Do I have a chance? Where were you born, uh, Margaret? In Monmer, Ontario. Ontario. Huh? Could you tell Canada. us what it was like when you were young, Maggie? When you and I were young, Maggie. Okay. Margaret. <laughs> What was it like up in Canada when you were born, or when you were a young lady, a girl, a child, a tot?
6: Well, I don't hardly know how to start at it, but I'll try and make a stagger at it. We lived on a farm, and we raised ducks and chickens and pigs and cows and horses.
2: I think that was all I think that's enough. Well, what was it like in those days on the farm?
6: Well, you had to work for everything you got. What they don't do today.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: How are the girls today compared with those when you were a, a little? They child? don't know they're living. <laughs>
6: Why do you say that? Because they don't do anything.
5: <laughs>
6: Everything's handed to them. You push a button here, and a push a button there, and a push a button here, and nothing. Else.
2: Well, I'm inclined to agree with you. I've been out with some pretty dead ones lately myself.
6: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
5: and
2: here I thought you were a real nice man. <laughs> disappointed. <laughs> Margaret, I am a nice man, and a nice man always goes out with dead ones, I've discovered.
5: <laughs> now,
2: Margaret, this may be a man's world, but I'm happy to say it's women like you who are running it. <laughs> Thank you. Well, it's been, it's been enlightening talking with you. Now, if you want to be enlightened, just visit your DeSoto dealer and see the new 1952 DeSoto.
6: Are you going to give me a car?
2: I may start off with an inner tube and then go on from
5: there. <laughs> well,
2: that goes inside the tire. And you can hold me to that. Now now you're going to play your bet your life. You beat our other couples, and you'll get a chance at the $1,000 question. I can't tell you how much you have to win, but uh, George is going to remind our listeners. The dental assistant
0: and the industrial designer won $6. The secret word is still lamp.
2: Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. You selected islands of the world. Here's your first question. How much will you bet?
6: Nineteen dollars.
2: What's this? No, no, Margaret. I have the answers here. (laughs) How much are you going to bet? Nineteen dollars? Is that all right with you, Margaret? That's all right. All right. What country owns the island of Puerto Rico? Puerto Rico is owned by... uh... You can guess, too, you know. I don't know. Hmm. Puerto Rico. South South America. No, no. No, it's the United States owns Puerto Rico, huh?
0: They bet $19?
2: Yes. I'll have you on the carpet in a little while now. They now <laughs> yeah. have $1, Grosjean. you going for $1,000 tonight. How much of the buck will you bet on your second question? $0.90. All right, what country owns the Bahama Islands?
5: India.
2: No, I'm sorry, uh, England. Well, so far, you've made a clean sweep of this. Uh... They have 10 cents left. You've got 10 cents. All right. Here's your third <laughs> question. How much of the dime are you going to bet this time? Nine cents. Nine cents. <laughs> what country owns the Azores? A-Z-O-R-E-S. Take a guess. France. No, I'm are you... No, it's it's Portugal. Now well, you've got one cent left. How much are you gonna bet? <laughs> you want to bet a halfpenny? You're gonna bet the whole thing. <laughs> all all, all the things left is the poorhouse. <laughs> all right, you want to bet the poorhouse? Huh? <laughs> all right, one cent. Eh? Huh? What country owns the island of Sicily? England.
5: <laughs>
2: no, you've certainly been consistent. It's Italy. <laughs>
5: they went broke
2: completely. Nobody leaves here broke. We're gonna give you one chance to win twenty-five dollars. Now this is a pretty tough question, and we don't want to help from the audience. Who is buried in Grant's tomb? Grant. General Grant! <laughs> Go there, Jack. It's a good thing you had Margaret helping you, Jack.
5: <laughs>
2: Thanks and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth dealers.
0: Groucho, we have a couple of um, young people that we selected from our studio audience just before we went in the air. they never met before, and they're both single. I'd like you to meet them now, Miss Pat Burroughs
2: and Mr. Joe Woods. Come on in here and meet Groucho Marx. Well, welcome, youngsters, for the DeSoto Plymouth Dealer. Say the secret word and divide $100. It's a common word, something you find around the house, I think. Pat Burrows and Joe Woods, eh? Where are you from, Joe? I bet you're from Nebraska? No, I'm from Norwalk. Is that where you were born? No, I was born in Holland. Is Woods a Dutch name?
0: Uh, no, it's a real Yankee name, I guess. I uh, converted my real name and shortened it a little bit and made it a... American name.
2: I see. Well, what is the uh, Dutch uh, equivalent of uh,
0: wood? woods? Well, um, my baptized name was uh, Joseph Antonios Wilhelm Lodewijkus Skunderward.
2: <laughs> well, I can see now why you took to the wood.
5: <laughs> How old
2: are you, uh, Joe? 30. 30, huh? You're not married? No. Well, don't go away. Maybe I can get Pat here, lost in the woods before the night is over. (laughs) Pat Burrows, eh? How old are you, Pat? Twenty-four. (laughs) Twenty-four, huh? And where were you born? England. Married? No. Planning
1: it?
2: (laughs) You know, no cow could write four or five plays around this dialogue. (laughs) What part of uh, England were you born uh, in?
3: Uh, Corn, Leicestershire. uh, An agricultural district. Uh, and the home of the corn hunt
2: the home of the what? the
3: corn hunt
2: the corn hunt? the corn the corn hunt <laughs> well there's a corn hunt anything like a corn hunt? I don't know <laughs> well, we're back with no old coward again we? <laughs> well explain what is the corn hunt?
3: it's a pack of foxhounds for hunting foxes
2: Oh, and these quorns go out and chase the foxes? No, the hounds go hunting. The cows. hounds go and chase the quorns? Is that it? <laughs> I got quorns, but I never chase any foxes.
5: <laughs>
2: That's known as the Bunyan Davey. Huh? <laughs> what are you doing in America? Have you come over here to chase foxes?
3: No. I'm an iffy. I beg your pardon? I'm an iffy. Really? <laughs> well, if you
2: keep your shoes on, nobody will notice it. Huh?
3: <laughs>
2: what is it, an IFE? Is that anything like an F-E or a U-F-E? Uh,
3: it stands for I-F-Y-E, the International Farm Youth Exchange. It's a program arranged for the exchange of farm youth uh, to live with the different farm families in the different countries.
2: Oh. And you coming over here to live with a farm family? That's right. I'm going out in the morning and buy five acres. (laughs) And raise corn, huh? (laughs) Does anything embarrassing ever happen to a farmer's daughter, Pat? Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, give out with something, Pat, will you? (laughs) Um, Was this in Arkansas or in California?
3: Well, I think I'd better go back home. But that's all right. Um, I was in charge of... What do you mean
2: you're going back home?
3: <laughs> uh, to tell you of just one of those little embarrassing moments. Oh, I okay? see. <laughs> yes, yes. Rather.
5: <laughs> Are you there? I can go to
2: England. I speak the language like a native. Eh? Well, tell me what happened to a farmer's daughter on, in Surrey?
3: Uh, no, Leicestershire.
2: Oh, Leicestershire. Isn't that mm-hmm. stuff you put on
3: liver and onions? <laughs> <laughs> you mean Worcestershire? Oh, Worcestershire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was uh, in charge of a model farm in Leicester when the Duchess of Kent came to open the uh, proceedings, uh, and I was in charge of the different animals, which included a litter of pigs. Uh, this litter of pigs escaped and ran amok amongst all the officials. Ran, ran amok. Ran a muck, huh? You know.
2: How far is that?
5: Huh? <laughs> I ran a
2: muck in a mile and two six. <laughs> so what is a muck? Uh? Um,
3: disorderly, I'd say. Oh, I see.
2: Well, go on. There you
3: are. I say, they, they ran... Uh, I won't say it again. Uh <laughs> no,
2: let's have another go at it. <laughs> So there you are chasing the pig around. Was this a grease pig?
3: No, it was a litter of pigs. A litter of little pigs. Oh, a
2: litter of pigs. Huh? Mm-hmm. I see. And what happened?
3: I caught it. Them. It was a litter of pigs. Oh, you I caught the whole,
2: the <laughs> whole crowd, eh? Huh? Now were you riding a fox at the time or? No, it just
3: Shank's his pony.
2: Oh, you're welcome. Now what were you riding? Huh? Now Joe, uh, stop daydreaming over there, Joe. <laughs> Do you think you could get uh, get to like a farm, or are you the city slicker type? No, I'm a I'm a farm boy. Yeah. Well, hey, hey, uh, <laughs> Pat. Let's get back to you. By the way, do you find uh, Schundewald more attractive? Uh, he's a farm boy, you know. How does he strike you?
3: He's different from the farm boys at home. In what way? <laughs>
5: <laughs> Pat, are you
2: panting? <laughs> I think Pat's ready to go corn hunting. Huh? <laughs> now you're going to play your bet your life. You beat our other couples, you'll get a chance at the $1,000 question. I can't tell you how much you have to win, but uh, Mr. Fannerman is going to remind our listeners.
0: The dental assistant and the industrial designer still lead with
2: $6. Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. You selected important foreign cities. All of these cities are over 500,000 in population. Here's your first question. How much of the $20 will you bet? 17 17 in what country is the city of Bombay? India. Mm-hmm. India. Oh, okay. India. India is ra- India. <laughs> They're on their way. They have thirty-seven dollars. India. <laughs>
3: Remember,
2: you're going for a thousand dollars tonight. How much of the uh, thirty-seven dollars will you try this time?
3: Thirty-five.
2: Thirty-five. In what country is the city of Bucharest? Talk it over.
3: What?
2: Hungary. No, I, I'm sorry. It's Romania. Oh. You were close, but not close enough. You now have two dollars. Oh, here's your third question. How much of the two dollars would you bet? All oh, like right, two dollars. You're going to bet the two dollars. In what country is the city of Glasgow? Scotland.
5: Scotland,
2: Scotland is right. <laughs> Well, you're on your way again. You have four dollars. Here's your last chance to beat the other couples. How much will you bet? All of it. Four dollars. Four dollars. And what country is the city of Sao Paulo? S A O, capital P A U L O. Brazil. Brazil is right. And you wind up
0: with eight dollars, and that means that you people get the chance of the thousand dollar to it the person. Not far from where you live, there's a neighbor of yours who has a mighty big investment in the community. His offices, his service shop, his showroom are probably familiar to you. Yes, he's your DeSoto Plymouth dealer. And whether you're acquainted with him or not, remember this. He's always glad to see you, always glad to serve you. He considers it a pleasure to show you the two great cars he sells, the beautiful new DeSoto and the handsome new Plymouth. Your DeSoto Plymouth dealer is proud of his fine line of used cars, of all makes and models. And he invites you to see his service shop, where master technicians, using the most modern tools and equipment, do a really top-notch service job, and do it faster, which means a saving to you. Not only that, you'll notice the folks who work in his place really believe in courtesy. So drop in and say hello, because you're always welcome wherever you see the sign of better service. The Friendly Sign of a DeSoto Plymouth Dealer. And here comes the young couple again, Groucho, all set for the DeSoto Plymouth $1,000 question.
2: Well, you look strangely familiar to me. Here we go for $1,000. I'll give you 15 seconds to decide on a single answer between you. Think carefully and please no help in the audience. Here it is. A book title Up From Slavery was written by an outstanding leader and educator. His finest memorial is the famous Tuskegee Institute. For $1,000, what was his name? Talk it over. You have 15 seconds. I'm out. Not even a guest for me. I'm sorry. It's Booker T. Washington. That's the correct answer. Booker T. Washington. So that means the big question next week will be worth $1,500. Well, you lost the big money, but how much did they win in the quiz, George? They won only
0: $8, and they shouldn't go
2: away with less than $25. Nobody goes away with less than $25, so we'll give you one question. This is for $17. Who composed Beethoven's Fifth Symphony? (laughs) Ludwig Beethoven is right! Congratulations, and thanks to both of you and to all of our contestants on the show tonight. Thank you,
5: Brad. Thank you. Good luck.
0: Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday night at the same time for the Groucho Mark Show, when the big question will be worth $1,500. And don't miss Groucho's television show, also presented by the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America. And remember, all dealers who sell DeSoto also sell Plymouth. Two great
2: cars, both products of the Chrysler Corporation. Friends, maybe you can wait till next week, but I can't. Because that's when DeSoto is going to announce the most spectacular new car they've ever built. Right now it's a big secret, and if they knew I was telling you... Wait a minute, Groucho, hold everything. You can't tell them yet. It's too
0: early. Folks, you'll have to tune in Groucho Marx next week to find out all about DeSoto's big history-making announcement. (laughs) Folks, here's a reminder from the National Safety Council. A really safe speed depends on conditions. you Bet Your Life, transcribed from Hollywood, is produced by John Goodell, directed by Robert Dwan and Bernie Smith, music by Jerry Fielding. This is George Fenneman signing off for the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers from coast to coast. <laughs>
1: you we're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. Another week with a very low-scoring couple. Well, couples. In fact, I believe $8 is the lowest someone has gotten and still made it into the big money. Would have been nice if they could have won that, too. And that's going to conclude our show here on I Love Old Time Radio. at iloveoldtimeradio.com or leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so with a one-time donation or join our Patreon page at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com. This Shadow returns on Monday and Groucho will be back next Friday for some more You Bet Your Life. For Patreon members, you can listen tomorrow to the next episode of the Vintage Radio Club. Lux Radio Theater brings you their presentation of Dulcie, starring Zazu Pitts. To listen, join us at vintage.com. For I Love this is Virtual Vinny signing off.